When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Just give us what's happening inside Team New Zealand. Uh, I mean, clearly starting to set themselves up over there in Barcelona. Yeah, well, they, yeah, as all the teams are. Um, Team New Zealand getting on with business and they're out of the media, which I'm really happy about. But they've had plenty on, certainly in that technology field. And and I think Ian Taylor, you know, from animation, from ARL down in animation research in, in Dunedin, he sums Team New Zealand upright to say, hey, they're a technology company that happens to do sailing because the brain power. I've been lucky enough to have um, been a little bit involved over the last few weeks with some of the designers from Team New Zealand, and and they're young, they're hungry, they're innovative, and and for me they are still the reason why you win the America's Cup. The fastest boat wins the America's Cup, and they're working pretty hard at that at the moment. They've got this hydrogen powerboat out there ripping around the harbour, and that's going better than they thought it would would in terms of its. Um, uh, its speed, but more importantly, how long it can keep going around okay. the Gulf. Yeah, yeah, but what what relevance does that have to us winning the America's Cup? Oh, uh, uh, more that it keeps them. It's innovative. It's creative. It's technology. So, so it's more about leveraging Toyota's involvement, is it? Yeah, but Toyota involved with the fuel cell, or and um, but but each team under the protocol for the next America's Cup has to have one. They, they made that part of the rules. So you're actually going to see these new technologies, not just by Team New Zealand, but by all the teams. In terms of... They have to have one of these hydrogen-powered or hydrogen-fueled chase boats trying to move away from fossil fuels out on the water. Okay, so, so it's about social responsibility as much well, as anything. you look at the America's Cup and you look at the, the horsepower that's out there in terms of slapped on the back of powerboats to tow and to service and tow these boats around. They're trying to move away from that re- reliance on those um, you know, big horsepower support boats and uh, moving into into uh, alternative fuel. I think it's great. Okay, but I'll ask you a question though, but who's paying for this? Because there's been a lot of discussion. Why is Team New Zealand going off Barcelona? Why are we not competing here? And the answers come back, well simply there's no money here. We simply can't afford to stay here in New Zealand and be successful. We can host it but we won't win it. I, I mean but then going investing money in hydrogen-powered fuel cells for chase boats, is that really the best spend of money? Yeah, but I don't think it's from the team budget. I think you'll find it's uh, Toyota are using it as a, as a test bed for, for their ongoing hydrogen development. Um, my understanding, it's like the, the um, land speed record they're going for using sail. That is not paid for by the team. That's paid for outside of the mm. team budget and I believe the hydrogen project hydrogen powerboat project technology is also the same okay let's just talk about team new zealand so they've put in the water what their first what boat? the rules yeah well it's 
yeah, their first or practice odd, boat. Practice boat, forty half size, so forty foot long. Remember the AC boats are seventy five feet. Yeah, you're only allowed one new boat for this next for the thirty seventh America's Cup, but you are allowed to have these half size boats. So they're forty foot long. That they are one design. Um, they're, they're actually built in um, by McConaughey's up in in China. Reason being is volume, because each team can have multiple. 40-footers, half-size boats. The first one out of the mould is the New Zealand one, and that's actually out on the Gulf now. So in terms of it, to, so, so you're saying, though, it's one design. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, one design. So, they're, so what's they're the identical. benefit then? Now, the benefit is in, in terms of they can use that platform and put different wings on it. They can use that platform. So they're given a box, and within the parameters of that box, they can change it out and do some things for their own in-house testing then what they're going to do so, with so, them, so what then so what is it the hull and the sails and stuff yeah, the, are, the, the, are one design one design one design then they can some of the control systems some of the electronics uh, certainly in terms of the wing development they can play then when it gets to the time where those boats are going to race and they're going to be used uh, for the World Series next year in, two, in 2023 They'll, they uh, they um, will be used by the Youth America's Cup and the Women's America's Cup. They actually go back to pure one design, so they'll all be exactly the same. So they're a test bed for the teams to develop their own special kit, and then later on in the campaign they go back to one design and they're giving, going to be given to the you know, the youth and the woman. Four people on board, the control system, the flight control system, you don't have Blair Took on the uh, on the PlayStation, is is automated. So that takes a lot of the the real tricky bits mm. that you need to know how to keep the mm. boat flying. I was just saying to somebody, it was only, what, a couple of years ago we had the America's Cup here and you have this incredible amount of expertise and these academics and these physicists, hydrodynamic experts, as you said, a technology company, and you're pushing the absolute boundaries of technology. But it's amazing how quickly times move on and how quickly the previous design becomes obsolete. Where is the innovation? Where is the revolution in design going to come from? I mean, how much... Where, where do you find the edge? Surely, surely the previous America's Cup pushed it as far as you can push it. No. Glenn Ashby summed that up. I said, hey, I remember at the last the last Cup saying to Glenn, where are they at? And he said, mate, I, I reckon there's 60% left in these boats. Because each America's Cup where they change the boats, new rule, the first year can be big gaps, big differences in performance. Second time round, you're not going to see those big speed differences. And, of course, if they go a third and fourth time round, it gets like it was when we were in Valencia. Um, I, I'm predicting this, the 37th America's Cup in Barcelona will be a lot, lot closer racing than what we saw in Auckland. Where will the innovation come, though? Oh, wings, wings, foils. And and I think in the mainsails, because the mainsails on these boats are actually two sails on mm. one mast. Now, how they interact with each other and how the battens work in that mainsail to make the, to make the, the soft wing is really tricky. Now, surely Team New Zealand, being the host of the America's Cup and pretty much having the ability to establish the next protocols in and around design, etc., they must, they must be ahead of the game before they've come out with those requirements. They're not going to just suddenly make up a whole lot of stuff and not have the IP before 
they make those recommendations or put those rules in place. Balancing act, though, because if you make it too one-sided, people won't enter. People won't come to the party. Alingi would not be there, so that's an Esto Berta rally, unless the Swiss think they've got a chance of winning. And remember, they've already run, won the America's Cup. They won it here. Mm. Um, they haven't come back just uh, to be nice to the America's Cup community. They've come back. So they think they've got a shot, and they have. Um, so I think Team New Zealand has actually had to play the balancing act between saying, well, you know, we've got the, we're ahead in the technology after the 36th Cup, which we had here, but we want entries for the 37th America's Cup. Therefore, the rules have to be fair enough to entice challengers to challenge. Okay. And I think they've done that quite well. I watched the recent, my daughter had a birthday and we hired out a movie theatre, I watched the recent Maverick movie, Top Gun. Cool, and eh? there's that line in that that says it's the pilot, not the plane. Uh, there's a less politically correct way of saying it's the Indian, not the arrow, uh, which is one I've used for years, and I don't mean it in any any negative way at all. How much of it's the Indian? How much of it's the arrow? How much of it's the pilot? How much of it's the plane? Oh, I think in the America's Cup, and there's you know you won't get it's if you if you are not equal speed, if your technology is wanting you will get beaten. The fastest boat will win the America's Cup. What are the variables? Obviously the crew. Reliability with these sort of boats becomes a big a big factor, as we saw here, you know, it, it, um, illustrated by American mm. Magic falling over. Um, notwithstanding that, I thought at the end of the, the Cup here, the New Zealand boat was a generation ahead. So New Because Ze- we didn't sail well, did we, at times? Not really. Berling, not, Berling was not at Berling's best. Berling reputation, he didn't live up to that during that America's oh, Cup up, campaign. We were terrible at starting, weren't we? Up to race six, it was three all, remember? Now, they didn't lose a race after that. They, they figured it out. Um, but take the sailing crew away. Just look at that technology. That boat was a, a generation ahead. So the New Zealanders start at a very high level compared with the other boats that were here. Remember, you're only allowed to build one boat. Here, in, when it was in Auckland, you could build two boats. That is not the case. So and, and that's you only just get what one shot. Yeah, it? that's cost saving. And, and just also, cost saving, Peter, or an advantage to New Zealand? Oh, adva- well, I think... Th- What's happened with robotics and with the um, you know the computerization of design? Probably the bit you do on the water is the luxury bit. So much of it is mm. done with simulation and robotics, so they know exactly what they're dealing with before they get these these beasts out on the water. Coming up to fifteen minutes after six, you're listening to SENZ. This is Extra Time, Mark Watson, and in studio, the voice of the America's Cup, Peter Lester. And we are putting the spotlight and focus on all things sailing, all things yachting, getting a bit of an update on Team New Zealand and the America's Cup. If you've got any questions, the telephone number is 0800 150 You can text us here on 8833. The lines are open. We'll take a break and we'll come back with more. You are listening to SENZ. The telephone number is 0800 150 You can text us here on 8833. After 8 o'clock, an icon of New Zealand cycling will join us on the programme, Stephen Swart. You remember, Stephen was the first guy that actually blew the whistle on Lance Armstrong, rode the Tour de France on a number of occasions, and one of our uh, premier riders back in the 1980s and 1990s. He will review the World Cycling Championships that have been staged in Wollongong in Australia. Wonderful result for Neem Fisher-Black, 
winning the women's under-23 world road cycling title. Arguably, might just be the greatest achievement on the road for a New Zealand cyclist. But this hour, we are talking all things sailing. Peter Lester, the voice of the America's Cup, is my guest in studio. Uh, someone's just texting in here, Peter. I do want you to address this because there is still a lot of that out there. As long as Dalton's there, America's Cup means nothing at all. It's all about the money. Break that one down for me, Peter. Why? Why? Well, the bottom line is if you want to try and defend the America's Cup for the third time, and they'll be the first team team to have defended three times, you need enough money. You're not going to defend the Cup if you're short on budget. You're not going to compete against a Lingi or with with the backing of Red Bull, F1, and, of course, Luna Rossa have got Ferrari, and, and Williams are, are with... Um, with Ineos, with with Ben Ainsley, the game's gone up a, a multiple levels in terms of because of the te- technology costs you, and so we're we're dealing with these very high tech boats, pieces of equipment that cost heaps, and and for a country like New Zealand to compete, it's amazing that we compete at this level, to be honest, in, in terms of our industrial base compared with the US or Italy or or, or Europe, and and look, I. No one was gutted more than me that we, that it couldn't be here, but I understand why. And and what's driving the bus is to run that team at Emirates Team New Zealand. There's a cost, and there is a. And as you said, it's, this is a technology company. These guys that a lot of the salaries are going to are not sailors. They are. They would pick up huge salaries working for technology companies anywhere in the world and take their skills and apply them to other industries. Yeah, not just yachting. Yeah. I mean, they've elected to, to use their skills in the sailing sphere. Let's get it in context. Team New Zealand, when they get fully fully up and running, probably will be 150 people. Out of that 150 people, there's probably only, and I'm guessing, there's eight, eight sailors on the boat and another probably four or five reserves. That's it. The, the, the actual sporting component is small. You look at the, the design office, they'll be in excess of 65 people in there once they get fully up and operational. And in fact, I know they're pretty heavy at the moment because right now they're starting to design that boat. That boat will have to, the build will start, I'm guessing now, April, May next year. So they're well into design already. It's it's a design solution that has a sport component. Will a boat be built here? Yes, built here. So in-house. It will be built here. Yeah, boat so built here. So the yacht industry here is still benefiting. Oh, big time. Absolutely. Even the 40-footers, the hulls are being built in. All of them in China because there's just not the capacity here to build that amount of boats. But all the componentry, a lot of the componentry, the masts, the sails, the foil control system, all being built in New Zealand. Is the closed date for entries closed? Do we have a confirmation on the number of challenges? Yeah, it is closed, but late entries, of course. The, the, uh, so what you've got right now are four, uh, four challenges with the French still sitting. So what, what have we got? A lingy? We've got the British? It, Yes, Alinghi, the British, the uh, Luna Rossa, and Ineos, the GBR. Okay. Uh, and they're, they're all capable of winning. They're, they're not soft teams. Because uh, when I think back you know, to some of the really good America's Cup Challenger Series, Valencia was fantastic. But even in Valencia where you had, I can't remember, there were 10 or 12 teams, really there were only four at the top that were, were at the level of what we're seeing here now. The regatta in Barcelona 
Challenger Series will be red hot. Mm. 